ladies and gentlemen. It's Saturday night. I'm Elio. He's Ben. This is PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. Ben, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm sorry I was a little bit late to the party, and apparently I... I uh, of course well, you're sorry, because you were having your own party. Well, actually, yeah, yeah kind of, because it is the, the start of my birthday weekend. Yes, sir, on a Monday. Absolutely. And uh, God, I'm getting old. When the How old are you going to be? 43? No, 33, you dipshit. What was that? 53? How are you older than I am? <laughs> well, <laughs> according to my uh, to what I'm seeing in the mirror, you 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 have much much more gray hair than I do. So, you know who gave it to me? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Remember when he said to McMahon, "I'm going to give you as many gray hairs as I possibly can." Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Oh, God, so the current state of wrestling makes me miss those days. Oh, my God. But uh, we have a uh, very abbreviated show for you because we already covered the uh, the biggest stuff of the week yep, the with uh, AEW. So this week it's just uh, NXT, AEW, and SmackDown. Yes. But... Um, but I gotta, I gotta tell you, man. WWE keeps releasing people, um, and uh, and I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the fuck they're doing releasing some of these people. I mean, I know Samoa Joe was in the last round, but how do you get rid of Andra? How do you get rid of Aleister Black? And uh, you know, and while I'm personally not upset about this one. You know, Braun Strowman being gone was was, was like. <laughs> you're, not, you're not upset. You're not even a little bit. I mean, your arch nemesis is uh, gone. That means I win, bitch. <laughs> uh, in the words of uh, in the words of Craig from. Uh, from Friday, you got knocked the fuck out. Actually, that was uh, that was Smokey. Yes. And, and there's a there's another wrestling reference for you because Debo actually was in WWE for a short yep, period of time. Yep, he was. Uh, that, for those who don't know, who are or who haven't um, who have been living under a rock, just joking. Uh, that was Zeus. Absolutely. Um, well, now that we have the uh, show opening trivia out of the way, uh, what say we hop right into the uh, reviews for the week? Let's go, NXT. All right, here we go with uh, the, our review of NXT from this past Tuesday night. And Ben, did you watch this show? Uh, no, I did not. This is the one show I missed. Okay. Um, so we have our opening match. It's a number one contender for the NXT Championship. We have Johnny Gargano versus Kyle O'Reilly versus Pete Dunne. But actually, uh, before that, um, there was a promo with uh, the aforementioned wrestlers. 
we had a promo in the ring uh, to set up uh, the opening match, uh, which was won by. Which I uh, know actually there was a, it was a no contest because uh, Adam Cole interfered in the match, so we have no winner. There's no number one contender for the title. So it, well, it's, it's probably going to be um, Adam Cole because Adam Cole versus Karrion Cross um, is pretty uh, pretty interesting. But the the thing about that is. Um, a- after this match, Cole's got to be done in NXT because what else is there for him to do, you know? Because um, they're not going to take the title off across just to put it back on uh, Cole. Yeah. And then in our next match, we had LA Knight div- losing to Jake Atlas. That seems very random. We should, yeah, that was it's really weird. You would think that it would be the other way around. Uh, LA Knight defeating Jake Atlas, but Jake Atlas pulling out the win here in this one. Well, did um, did uh, DiBiase or Grimes get involved in any way? Well, actually, yeah, let me look here. It was uh, it was uh, LA Knight uh, talking about how DiBiase was going to be watching this match. But I think uh, DiBiase was involved somewhat. Like Cameron Grimes was out at at ringside and he decides to go talk to DiBiase. And um, that that distraction allowed uh, Atlas to hit a a rolling fireman's carry into a moonsault and then a cartwheel DDT for the win. I don't like cartwheel DBTs. They're fucking weird. <laughs> that's what they. That's what they. This website is calling it cartwheel DBT. And then afterwards, uh, LA Knight blamed Cameron Grimes for the loss. Of course he did. So <laughs> then we had um, a promo with uh, Karen Cross saying he wants to defend the NXT Championship against everyone. This was he does because he wants to kill everyone. This was a low point here because this one got a got a this segment got a D. According to whom? Well, the one I'm using because I had to do to do quick uh, quick one because I couldn't find anything else, so I'm looking at Bleacher. So that, they gave that one a D that promo. Carrying Cross, he, remember when Carrying Cross wasn't talking? Yeah, he shouldn't. He looks like a monster, and now they have they have him talking, and I don't know. It's not the same. Yeah, they shouldn't have him talk as much. They should have Scarlet talking for him. Then we had an NXT Cruiserweight Championship match: Kushida defeating Carmelo Hayes. Okay. Jobberville, USA, aka yeah. nobody gives well, a fuck. Yet they gave this match an A. <laughs> okay, that's just really weird. I, I um, have an ex- I have an XT recorded. I'm gonna have to go back and watch this. Yeah, because because now now I'm curious. Um, then we had Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell defeating Zoe Starks and Zeta Ramirez. Which got a D plus. So this uh, show so far, um, 
I don't know. Well, we'll compare it to AEW and SmackDown. Uh, we we gave you gave SmackDown got a what this week? I believe I don't know if I wrote it down. Um. Well, we we hadn't talked about SmackDown yet. So I mean, sorry, Raw, Raw, Raw. Sorry, did what did Raw get this week? Oh, Raw got the F. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's right. Uh, then we had the NXT Tag Team Championships, MSK defeating the God of the Phantasma to retain the titles. And that was your main event. Um, the, I'm not going to go over those segments because they're like in, they're like uh, somewhere in this uh, report, so I can't, I'm not going to go through it all, but uh, those were, that's the review for NXT. Those were the matches. Yeah, well, I'd be interested to go back and see them, the, the main event. The rest of it doesn't really interest me. Now it's but, uh, really, it's it's really weird because NXT here should be recording on um, Tuesday night, and I I don't know I I think it was on. However, it didn't. It was rec- it recorded uh, on Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> well, as long as it gets recorded, doesn't yeah. really matter, right? Like SmackDown, SmackDown was on at eight p.m. last night. Instead of recording, it recorded at five p.m. today. Maybe your DVR settings are messed up. I don't know if something, I got to check what's going on there. But so now we're going to move on to AEW. Ben, what do you have for us? So I, I got to tell you, um, for a double or nothing post-show, I was slightly disappointed. Oh, no. I thought last week was disappointing. <laughs> um, because... I mean, hold on, hold on. I thought I thought last week's show was disappointing. Yes, it was. It was. So but, this week but, was as well. A little bit. It okay. was. It wasn't. It wasn't too. It wasn't too bad. Like like I thought it was definitely much better than than the pre Double or Nothing show. But I think I think coming out of Double or Nothing. Uh, the the actual pay per view was so good that this one just felt like a downgrade. Okay, go on. Um, so the 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 low points. I'm gonna do low points and high points. I'm yep. gonna do low points first because it's just a little odd. Okay, go on. Um, the. I, I was very confused by the, the bunny versus uh, red velvet. Um, apparently, there was a there was a spot where it looked like uh, it looked like red velvet could have gotten legitimately very seriously hurt, and they gotta they gotta stop doing these fucking dive things when people can't fucking do it properly. Um, um, this is a this is a really random here. Um, Red Velvet had Big Swole and Kylan King in her corner. Uh, yeah. And, and <laughs> what? I, I just, well, I I found the entire matchup to be very random, quite frankly, because the bunny hasn't been heavily featured. I, I'm guessing that Butcher and the Blade and the Bunny have been largely AEW dark act. Okay. Um, but apparently, I'm gonna have to go back and um, 
look at this look at this dive uh, from Red Velvet, but apparently it didn't come off very well. And um, I mean, I saw it the first time, but uh, I just yeah. want to go back and take another look at it. Yeah, no, yeah. But th yeah, this match really shouldn't have made it to TV. Um, I don't know what they're doing. So what would you um, give this one? The the match? Yeah. What grade? Uh, a D. This one gave this uh, bleacher gave it a C plus. Oh fuck! Right off. <laughs> Uh, just, just uh, you know, I, I, I don't know what they're looking at. I really don't. Ben's reaction, only exclusively on the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> um, you know, but, but it, well, one thing's for sure. I'm always going to give you my honest take, and it, you know. That could, it, be, that could be some segment. Ben, this is the great thing even. Ben's like, oh, fuck right off. <laughs> Yeah, it's it just that is mind-boggling to me. Um, you know, I I really um, I really don't get where they're going with this QT Marshall and Anthony Agogo thing because as pay-per-view we saw um, we saw Anthony Agogo lose to Cody Rhodes and and what was uh, I thought the low point of the evening. And then they had uh, they had QT Marshall and Anthony Agogo get a win over um, over Cody Rhodes and uh, Lee Johnson. Which what the fuck is Lee Johnson doing doing in this? I mean, I know he's with the Nightmare Family. I I get that. I have a question. What, what, where did they, they get that name, Big Shoddy? I don't know. It oh is, my god, that is the stupidest nickname I've ever heard. It is it is asinine. Um but um I'm looking at another one that's baffles me a bull rope match. Where do they get a bull rope match from Nick Comoroto versus Dustin Rhodes? Yeah, well that was that's just random. I d I don't know what that's why that's why I was, I was like when I read bull rope match, I'm like, well what bull rope match? What are you talking about? Tim, when was last last time I saw bull rope match was like fucking in the like eighties. That's more of a match that you you would see in the eighties. Yeah, well and that's where I've seen it before. But but the only um the only real highlight of this show was uh was the debut of Andrade El Idolo. Can I, can I say, okay, Andrade is his real name. I get that, so he can use that. But the, because um, WB owns the, the last name, uh, whatever, San Alamos. Okay, yeah. so, but, like, it's ridiculous. Uh, I mean, what do you, so when they're calling a match show, like, Andrade El Idolo, I don't know. You know, I I don't know, but uh, and uh, do you know where they got that El Idolo? No. Well, actually, that's the title of his uh, entrance theme. It, it, it was the title of his entrance theme in WWE. Oh Lord! If you if you remember when he would come out, it's called El Idolo. If you've listened uh, to his theme. 
I've had to go back and take a listen to it. I haven't I haven't heard it in quite a long time. So as I was saying, um, the only real highlight of AEW in my mind was the debut of Andrade. He's being managed by Vicky Guerrero, which I find uh, very interesting. Now I have a question. Um, and, uh, Hold on, I have a question. Go ahead. How long do you think that's gonna last before he just like goes off on his own? Not long. I think. I think this I mean, is just a way. I mean, the Vicky Guerrero, like, I just, uh, I don't know. I just feel like, go. Oh, she's just there. Yeah, yeah, she she hasn't really been a player in AEW. So okay, but you know if if they if they use her as a vehicle um to get him somewhere else, then I'm cool with that, and that's what I expect. This is okay, very good. So that's uh that's it for AEW. Yeah, it was it was. Considering Double or Nothing was so good, uh, this um, this uh, af- after show was really bad. After I have to ask you about something. I was looking at it on uh, Bleacher. <laughs> the Inner Circle yeah. is Victory Lap. What? Oh, yeah, they, they came out and cut a promo talking about how, you know, even though uh, they beat um, the Pinnacle for Stadium Stampede too. Yeah. Um, the the feud's not over until they say it is, and and the the Pinnacle crossed too many lines, and they still have to get their ass kicked. So I don't know, but but the the biggest part of that was um, Jake Hager challenged. Uh, Wardlow to an MMA fight. Oh, geez, are you serious? oh boy. Yeah, so they're, they're going to have an MMA cage at uh, AEW in two weeks. That's something like a Ken Shamrock in the line then this match that they had on Raw. Yeah. That, well, and, and it's interesting that you say that because that's exactly what I'm expecting it to be. Oh my! Okay, that should be interesting. I don't know. We'll see how how it turns out. Yeah, I don't know. I okay. I'm I'm gonna, gonna, I want to see. I want to see. I'll give, I'll give it a chance. Yeah, I'm not gonna bash it before they even do it. Yeah, we're not. We're, we're, we're not those fans. No, no, we're 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 intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so that's how we have. So we say move on to SmackDown. Absolutely. Which I did get to see. Usually I recorded, however, this week instead of recording at 8 p.m. when it was actually on, it records at 5 p.m. earlier today, this afternoon, which was weird. But So I sat down and I watched it uh, at, 8 p- at 8 o'clock last night. Cool. So what do you have? Um, oh, I thought you, I thought you were doing side down, but I can, I can help you out too. Um, oh, oh, I'm doing SmackDown. That's right. Yeah, you were doing AEW. Oh, yeah. actually, wait. Before that, we forgot to bring up uh, one point from AEW. What's that? Mark Henry. What? Well, yeah, he um, he uh, came out briefly at um, 
at Double or Nothing. And, um, you know, it, it'll be interesting. I want to see what uh, Rampage is. Um, if it's just another version of AEW Dark and, you know, Dark Elevation, I'm not really interested. Um, they, the dark and Elevation and uh, AEW Dark seem like the same show with just a different title. Yeah, well, but, but that's exactly how I feel. So I'm, I'm not really sure what the what the difference is between the two of them. Well, I think these are August 13th, I believe. AEW Rampage. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let it I'm gonna let it run and being the fact that it's on TV versus just the internet, mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's gonna be different. Um, okay. and, but I hope it doesn't turn into like WCW Thunder or something. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. Hopefully. They, they got. They got to be really careful with that. Oh, come on! Come on! How bad was that? How bad was Thunder? <laughs> Jesus. Every time I think of Thunder, I just think Scott Scott Siner's Ric Flair promo. And, and the sad thing is, I used to record it just to watch it because just to see like uh, what they would have, uh, and, and I don't even know why because it was just boring. Well, yeah, uh, you know, I think uh, I think once they once they kind of got into the NWO Wolfpack stuff. That's when um, that's when Thunder really took off. Cause correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't uh, didn't Thunder start in 1999? Was it 99 or an 898? Something like that. I'm, I can't remember exactly. You know what? Let's ask our good friend Google. Yeah. Let me see if Google. We'll, we'll help us. All right. So let's. Hi, Google. I say hello, Google. How can I help? When? What year did WCW Thunder debut? January 8th, 1998. Okay. Thank you. Wow. It's not for nothing they say Canadians are polite. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and and then, um, right there, ladies and gentlemen, you find out why they call Elio the gentleman. Because even an inanimate object known as an iPhone calls him polite. Uh, my God. <laughs> so then we all get our answer started on uh, January 8th, 98. <laughs> cool. Okay, so let's get... Let's get into this review of uh, SmackDown. Ben, okay, you saw this, right? Yes. What did you think of this show? It had the same problem that all of... SmackDown is having nowadays. If if it's not Roman Reigns, I'm not interested. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna run down the highlights and the lowlights. For first of all, the highlight is the opening match, the tag team championships, the Mysterios and the USOs. However, uh, what which was weird because I've they even showed that uh, I think Jay was it got his shoulder up. Yeah, well, well, that's that's why they had the match again, right? At, which at I, which I'm not going to get to. 
Yeah. So um, the low light for me, uh, Lou Morgan versus Carmella. Okay, whatever. But the low light for me was the whole Bianca Belair Bailey segment. Yeah, that was that was a rare misfire by both um, ladies. Like I don't know. I know. Okay, I have to ask you. This guy that comes out with Shinsuke Rick Books. I love it. I I, I absolutely and, and Pat McAfee's reaction to him. It's it's just hilarious. It is it is absolutely hilarious. And anything anything that that buries Barry Corbin and makes him look like an idiot, I'm all for. Now the Kevin Owens Apollo Cruz match uh, I was fine with, but uh, the low light another low light for me was the rematch for the tag team championships. Only because see Roman Reigns like got mad at the Usos and because they didn't win, right? But then they got the rematch and he interfered and ruined the match. Well, well, yeah, and and that and that's an interesting take on that. Um, because I one I agree with you, but but two I can also understand where they were going with it because if you if you remember, um, excuse me, at the, at the point where he interfered, um, it was it was really looking like uh, they were about to lose anyway. Oh, okay. Um, so I think that's why he did it. No. Um, go go on. Well, I mean, I, I, I get your point, um, you know, and I, I think I think maybe they, they should have waited until there was a um, definitive ending to have Roman come out. But then, then, then again, I think I think that this is just another way for um, Roman to establish his domination over um, over both Usos because you, know, you have to remember, Jay is fully in the corner of Roman, but Jimmy is not. So this is just another way um, for him to try to bring um, Jimmy under his full control. Now, now, did you notice that when he was beating up Dominic, did you notice uh, the way uh, Jay was looking at him, like he wanted to, he was like confused he, uh, about what to do. Should he help, uh, should he help Dominic or should he, should he attack Roman and help Dominic or should he help uh, Roman in, in the beatdown? Yeah, yeah, I, I did. I did see that. And I think, I think what we're going to see is an increasingly conflicted Jay mm-hmm. uh, because now that we have uh, Jimmy back in the fold and Jimmy is in his ear and they're back to the tag team thing. Yeah, and then did you notice that Jimmy, when Jimmy was on the outside, he's yelling at Jay to, come on! Right? Yeah. He was telling him to, like, go with Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's, all, it's all a power play within the family. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm digging that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely the highlight of SmackDown, but given that that storyline is dominating everything, it just makes everything else on SmackDown seem that much less important. And and that part I don't like, but at the same time, if if something is that much better than everything else you got, then what up? Then you know, 
mean, yes, it, it exposes problems first and foremost, and the shallowness of WWE's storytelling capabilities. Um, but but as, at the same time, the general rule is to go with your best player. So in, in a way, I kind of get it too. So I'm kind of conflicted, just like uh, Jay Uso is. All right, so that that is our review of the weekly shows. Um, there's uh, I don't believe there's anything else, is there? No, this was a um, this was a very quick show um, for us, and um, you know we certainly of course we were experiencing technical difficulties to let the fans know, so we are uh, back. Yeah, so um, so this got split into two parts. Um, but we'll be back to our regularly uh, scheduled programming um, on uh, next Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that uh, our special um, double or nothing coverage uh, ended up morphing into a uh, into a raw review as well to kind of illustrate the divide between the, the two brands. Um, which I thought played off very well. I, I thought our Double or Nothing uh, review show uh, came off very nicely. So if you haven't, um, if you haven't had a chance to go listen to that, I, I would certainly encourage you to do so. And uh, we appreciate it. And um, hope you enjoyed hanging out with us on a Saturday night. And uh, Elio. I know you're going to miss me just as much as I'm going to miss the fans <laughs> until next Saturday, but I have, I have a birthday to celebrate and hell raise. So uh, why don't we, um, why don't we call this show to a close? All right. Very good. So fans, for my co-host, Ben, I'm Elliot. This is PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. We will talk to y'all next Saturday. Ben, say goodnight to the fans. Good night, people, and hit the goddamn outro, Elio. What the hell are you doing? It's fire, it's freedom, it's